Here we go, College Football Payoff Podcast. We have made it to Conference Championship Week. So it's Week 14, Episode 15 on the year. I'm Dan. That's Fuji. And it's Episode 52 overall. And we're coming down to the to the all-important conference championships and bowl season. So, got, Just got to get through this week, and then, then the fun begins. Get through this week, and then we get to have a blast with all the bowl games, which who knows at this point what's going to happen. Uh, as of right now, college football playoff standings are Georgia, Michigan, TCU, TCU then USC. USC. Um I mean, while we're already talking about that, do you think if, if TCU and USC both lose this weekend that Ohio State and Alabama can get in? Who is six? Alabama. Alabama, yeah. I, I keep hearing people say that, oh, TCU with one loss could, even if they lose next week, could still get in. I absolutely think that's a no. No. They played too many backup quarterbacks this year and barely have won a lot of games against, like... And mid- a TCU team with one loss, I think, like, everyone would rather have a Bama team with two yeah, losses. so... I would just be on the lookout for that. If if TCU and USC lose, Alabama's getting in. Yeah, and but something else that was kind of crazy today was I was reading an article that said the because the Rose Bowl committee gets to pick. You know, it's not it's not necessarily a champion that goes in. They got to pick someone for the Big Ten. Right. I read something that said they might if if Ohio State didn't make the playoff, they might want Penn State in the Rose Bowl instead of Ohio State. That kind of tells me something with the team. Now, I also think that that's because C.J. Stroud has said if he's not playing in the college football playoff, he's probably not going to play in a bowl game. Okay. He's not a he's not it's a not, true. That's not a real Ohio State quarterback. Nope. And speaking of that, I mean, you're Caleb Williams. I think I think I'm live to win the Heisman finally. I I, I checked the ticket. I placed the Caleb Williams Heisman bet on uh, July 28th. I mean, so it'd be nice, nice to cash that one. Stroud has shot himself in the foot for the past four weeks now. Yeah, and Caleb Williams had a fantastic week. He so. had a great game against Notre Dame. This, you might be onto something with that one. All right, let's uh, quickly recap what happened last week with our picks. Uh, I went two and one, which makes me twenty six and twenty one overall going into the conference championship week. That's fifty five percent overall. My wins were. Illinois minus 13 and a half. That was easy against Northwestern. And then South Carolina Clemson over 50 and a half. South Carolina again pulls out another, I think it was another top 10 victory, right? So that's two two weeks two in, in a row. row. Yeah. And then the loss was the under 57 and a half in Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, what I thought was going to happen did happen with Blake Corum not being able to play. But I didn't foresee... J.J. McCarthy having the game he did. So that's where we're at with that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm 2-1 and one last week, 26-21 overall. What was your picks last week then? Um, I went 2-2 two and two last week. Uh, I had the under 57.5 in Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, I still would bet that again Yeah. if, if I didn't know. I'm um, at Texas minus 8.5. That was a cover. Um, had North Carolina, NC State over 56. Thank you, overtime for that one mm-hmm. um landed on 57 and my one loss or my second loss which is a pathetic loss i'm very mad about it was oregon minus three yeah up, up by three touchdowns you know on the latter part of the third quarter like there's they just curled up 
in a ball similar to how Ohio State did. I mean, that, yeah, because I mean, both just embarrassing performances that made me pretty. I bad. was watching that game after the because after the Buckeyes game, I was did not think I was going to watch any more football, and I turned on that Oregon Oregon State game, and I could see it happening. Like as they had that three touchdown lead, I kind of felt everything changing, and that yeah. was that was incredible. All right, so you two and two, twenty five and eighteen overall in the season. Uh, yes, twenty five and eighteen, fifty eight point one four. All right, and that puts the podcast at 51 and 39 overall, so we are 56% on the year. Solid mark going into your conference championships and the bowl game. So uh, all the conference championships are up this week. Um, We're not going to hit all of them. I got three. I think you said you had two, maybe three as we get going. Yeah. Um, So in that case, how about I start? Do you want me to go through the even the championship games that we're not – doing or oh you know i mean i can just give you a quick lean i mean we don't need to talk about them really unless we're we'll, we'll do that at the end whatever well, whichever ones we didn't cover we'll we'll go through and just like very quickly rattle them off but let me start here uh let's start with that usc utah the pac-12 championship game um this game where, i can't find where is this being played because it's neutral isn't oh it? it's in las vegas vegas yep okay so allegiant I don't think you really have any type of, I mean, USC, uh, I, I Utah. W- I would just figure that Utah would travel better than USC. Especially any, in this kind of game. Yeah, but it's uh, not going to be anything like playing in, in Utah like they did earlier this season. Yeah, so that game earlier in the season, that was a high-scoring game. Um, man, I keep losing all my notes. 85 points. Uh, yeah, it was an 85-point overall game, 1,000 yards total offense. That was week seven. Uh, yeah. USC, had, I mean, this is their chance. You win, you're in, basically. Uh, USC is a three-point favorite in this. The total is set at 67. And USC, well, I, first off, I'm going to take the over in this game. We're going to go over 67. Okay. I think this is high-scoring shootout affair. Uh, USC is probably playing some of their best football, and they're they're an offensive juggernaut with Caleb Williams. Uh, <laughs> so Utah was three and a half point home favorite back in that game, um, and that was USC's only loss of the year. But for the past six games, USC's total has all been over. They've gone over in all six games. Well, their past six games. And their offense is just going and going and going. Utah is, generally speaking, a very good offense as well. Uh, the fact that back in Week 7, both teams combined for 80-plus points and over 1,000 yards in the game, um, I think that is really key. Uh, Utah's three losses this year have all come away from home. Allegiant Stadium, people say it could feel like a home game, but it's a neutral site, so I, I'm not really feeling any kind of uh, uh, lean on the on the spread there, and also with this being a winning in situation for USC, uh, sometimes you know momentum their offense could be firing, but their defense could sputter, or Utah can come out and just say, "Hey, we have no pressure on us. Let's shock the world. Let's just go out there and and do what we do." Uh, I mean, like we said, Caleb Williams probably is the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, good for you. Their offensive line is the 10th highest pass blocking grade. So they get an 83.2% grade on the pass block, and they have receivers that just catch the ball. Uh, So Williams, 
uh, in the Week 7 loss against USC. Yeah, they lost, but he still had five touchdowns, 381 yards. So he can pick apart this USC defense. If he goes for five touchdowns again, that's 35 right away. Uh, you, you figure 35 won't win you the game, but if both teams put up 35, it's 70. That's over the points. Uh, I just feel like this is going to be high scoring. It's in a, it's in a bigger stadium. Uh, it's, it's on neutral ground. Um, and with Caleb Williams, you know, with him playing the way he is, trying to get into that, Lincoln Riley wants to get that Pac-12 championship. He wants to get them to the college football playoff. I think he, we, he's, if he has to win, he's going to leave no doubts on the field. So he's going to try to put up as many points as he can. Uh, I could see this being a, a score of, you know, 40 in the 40s to the high 30s for each team. So yeah. uh, I think this is a shootout. It's going to be over 67. I think I had over 67 and a half written down. Over 67 and a half is what I have. So I'm good with that. Perfect. Okay. I um, Well, I'm, I'm actually going to not bet that game at all because – I have the Caleb Williams Heisman ticket, so I figure USC wins. I win that, mm-hmm. but I also have a um, Utah Pac-12 championship ticket from August that I placed. So you're basically in. So I mean, I'm I should make money off this game regardless. <laughs> you're so going to win either way. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Um, but okay, yeah, I'm going to take it to the Big Ten championship for my first pick of the week, and I'm going to lay the 17 with Michigan. Um, multiple reasons. I just think they're they're peaking. Like this is yeah. they, and they've they've done this. I mean, they did it last year. They peaked at the right time, and they did you know lose pretty badly to Georgia in the playoff. Um, but this is just a even without Aiden Hutchinson and all all the good players they had last year. This this is a different Michigan team. I mean, and that was proven last week. Not to rub it in, cause no, I, that's I did, fine. I did I want Ohio State to win. Completely like, agree with you. But um, man, I was I was impressed last week. And yeah, those two explosive runs at the end did, um, you know, make the game look a little out of hand, more out of hand than it really was. Um, but I, I'm just a firm believer after watching Michigan shut down the Ohio State's offense last week that they, a pass heavy offense like Purdue is going to do too much against um, Michigan. Um, last year in the Big Ten Championship, uh, Michigan blew out Iowa. So, and that's usually how it happens. What are the Big Ten East versus the Big Ten West? The East usually handles. The last time I remember uh, a team from the West really like having a chance against um, like a, a Big Ten East team was probably when Michigan State and Ohio State played like a lot a few years mm-hmm. ago in, in the Big Ten Championship. So I mean, just Big Ten East supremacy. I I mean, Michigan's got one of just the top defenses in the country. They're only allowing twelve point seven uh, points per game. In twelve games in the season, they're allowing less than eighty five rushing yards a game. Um, I, I think that's going to be really beneficial because we already know that Purdue throws the ball with Aiden O'Connell. Um, you know more than any other team in the Big Ten West. Um, he's got thirty one hundred yards through the air and twenty two touchdowns, but he does have eleven picks. So hopefully Michigan can capitalize on that. Another thing, you know, unfortunately, um, Aiden O'Connell's brother actually passed away um, earlier this week. Jesus. Or last weekend, like very recently. So, um, you know, that's not really good baggage to to have, especially going into the championship game. But, uh, you know, even without that, with how good Michigan's been playing and, and 
although Blake Corum will be missed, I I still think what what Edwards is that or is it mm-hmm. Johnson Edwards Donovan Edwards Donovan Edwards yeah. even with a club hand, I mean I I think if the Michigan can open up holes for the um for him to run through he'll he'll be fine and honestly I think if this game gets you know the, the if this game gets out of hand early I, I kind of think Purdue will just lay down and I'm not really worried about a backdoor cover I do like Michigan by three plus touchdowns so give me give me Michigan minus 17. Yeah I agree uh the thing I took away from Ohio State Michigan was not only not only running back, uh, yeah, he had a club hand, but he still was able to get into the Ohio State defense. But I think the key thing is that, and it was pretty evident in that game, is Ohio State's coaching staff, well, just their head coach, was not able to make the adjustments, and Harbaugh was. Harbaugh and his right. defensive coordinator were able to make adjustments when yeah. they needed to. You know, once it got past the script, it, you could you could tell when that game turned. And it's because the coaches made an adjustment. So I think, as much as I, you know, it's Michigan. I'm not going to toot their horn, but I did, do think that they have a better coaching staff. Did you see the blown fake punt attempt? I'll have to show it to you. Actually, it's actually pretty disappointing. What there was this where we all thought Ryan Day should have went for it on fourth down, yeah, on one drive. He actually called a fake punt. And I'll show you. The I video think I do this. remember seeing that where the punter, the he blockers went it. one way. Yeah. And it almost got blocked. Yeah, and the Michigan. punter kicked it the other way. Yep. And um, I well, knew it. It, he was supposed to snap it to the the um, up man. Up man. Oh Jesus! And the hole was wide open, and he snapped it to the punter. And so, see, like, and that's that's Ryan coaching. Day did. Yeah, it's discipline. It's culture. Their their discipline is horrible. I know some really dumb uh, penalties too. I man, I think if I, I do if if we do get this fantasy, you know, Ohio State and Alabama in the playoff somehow. I, I do want to see rematches of the conference rematches. So I want to, I do want an SEC versus Big uh, Ten um, championship national game. championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, I would be very. I, I mean, I've even heard people say that if Ohio State and Michigan played again tomorrow, that Ohio State would be favored by like two and a half, three points, which is kind of ridiculous so, to me. I mean, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I think Ohio State right now, their main focus needs to be hanging on to Brian Hardline from. Yeah, the going to Cincinnati, and then yeah. You know, Fickle, I don't like Fickle, but they were talking about him coming back. But now, Jeez, and this is a very, him. very high rumor, is that, you know, Vrabel's kind of looking into it, into Ohio State. Oh, Mike Vrabel? Interesting. That would be that'd be something. That'd be a big get. All right, so let's get away from Big Ten. I like your pick with uh, with Michigan, though. That's I think that's pretty easy. Uh, let's go to Funbelt, Sunbelt Championship game. This is Coastal Carolina against Troy. Uh, Troy's ten and two. Coastal's nine and two. And this game is actually at Troy, right? At Veterans Memorial Stadium in Troy, Alabama, three thirty on a Saturday. Uh, this one is, and I'm taking. I think I have the Troy minus ten and a half in this one. Is what I'm taking. Okay. This is about momentum right now. Uh, you look at this. Coastal Carolina, they got their asses kicked last week, forty-seven to seven. Lost to James Madison, where they were only able to get one hundred and eighty-three yards of offense going. So they're trending down. Troy, and yeah, it's Arkansas State, but forty-eight nineteen destroyed them. Ninth consecutive win. Uh, Kamani Vidal, their running back, two hundred and eight yards, four touchdowns on thirty-three carries. 
and we had two interceptions by cornerback Reddy Stewart. So Coastal's trending down. Troy's trending up. Uh, they're they're also Troy's also coming off of back to back double digit wins here, and with Coastal losing that game to James Madison, they were twenty five point favorites in that, and their past two victories were only by a combined ten points. So they are they're sputtering right now. Yeah. Uh, Troy's averaging a plus nine and a six scoring margin across their six home games. Uh, I think that's key in this one. And Coastal two and five against the spread in its last seven games. The total has hit. Uh, Troy six and up, six and zero oh straight up, like we mentioned. Um, but it's just it's it's hard to it's hard to undersell how how much of an advantage. Scott Cross's defense has been um, for Troy. Seventh in yards allowed per play, which is 4.5 per play. Um, 19th in red zone scores given up. And then they're only allowing 16.8 points a game, which is seventh pest in the nation. So they're very sneakily be one of the better teams in college football. The fact that they play in the fun belt is probably hurting them because you got to basically go undefeated and win every game by 40 plus points to even get a look um but the defense is what gives troy the advantage here and the defense going up against a coastal carolina offense that's just 25 points a game on the road uh and not to mention they're two and a half two two and five against the spread in their last seven games Uh, this is it's just no brainer to me uh it's Troy minus ten and a half. I had the live odds up here, but now I can't find them. But um, yeah, this is it's a, it's momentum, and I think momentum is huge when going into conference championship games. So, and like you said, with Michigan rolling, Purdue kind of you know running into a buzzsaw there. So easy for me. Coastal minus or uh, Troy minus ten and a half in this one. I can actually get eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yep. All right, there we go. And I'm going to take it with you. All right. So I'll probably official? have four, four again. Yeah, official pick. Ooh. Troy minus eight and a half. I like Troy. I do think they're the best team in the Sun Belt outside of JMU, who doesn't have um, – They can't get play. To play. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I like this Troy team. And as we saw last week and as we've seen, um, Coastal Carolina without Grayson McCaw is – not that good of a team no at all um he makes that team he i mean him on that team is night and day he's extremely injured i mean not extremely injured but he is injured um just reading right now that jamie chadwell just told um, reporters that uh he's hopeful that grayson mccaw can get healthy enough and practice over the next three days um but if the game were today he would be a no there so if it's a no on wednesday when we're recording yeah he's definitely not gonna be 100 by saturday so um, I'm on it with you. Yep. Troy minus eight and a half. Beauty. All right. What do you got? Is this – so this is technically your third game then. Yeah, this will be my third now. All right. Um, and we're going to look at the ACC championship. Um, Clemson, North Carolina. Clemson just throwing away their season last week and getting upset by South Carolina. Um. North Carolina not really waking up and playing a game since they've played Wake. 
Um, but they did know that they were going to go to the ACC championship after winning. So after dropping two straight games to Georgia Tech and, and a tough one last week in overtime to NC State, um, I I really like the over here. I think Drake May is going to turn up. I think Clemson has had some issues on defense. I mean, you know, their their schedule is also pretty fraudulent. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the best offense they played the first half of the season was Syracuse, and they only won by six points. Um, South Carolina last week ran it up on. I mean, you let Spencer Rattler throw for 360 yards on you. Yeah. And I know he turned up the last two games, but, like, let's not forget that he was not good before the last two weeks of the season. No. Yeah, these teams are making him look like an absolute star. Yeah, so Clemson's schedule is baby, baby soft. They lost to Notre Dame by three touchdowns. That's Drew Pine at quarterback. Um, and they lost to South Carolina. So every every time they've played outside of their division in, in the SEC, they haven't done anything. Or in the ACC, they haven't done anything. Um, but North Carolina's defense is literally so bad that I think DJ... Uyangalai. DU, DJU, Ooh. has a... Um, man, I think he can come out and, and have like just an awesome game. Um, I think he's going to be transferring after this year. I think I can see the writing on the wall. I don't think he goes to the league, and um, I don't think he stays. He keeps the uh, starting job if he stays in Clemson next year. I think that Klubik dude is gonna gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know he probably is gonna play with a little harder than normal. I think he's gonna be able to to score some points. I'm pretty confident that Clemson can co- score six touchdowns against this UNC defense. Um, and then when you have Drake May on the other side of the ball, and how just how awesome he has been all year. Um, man, I I feel really good about this over, so I'm gonna go over sixty three and a half, and um, yeah, let's let's get six touchdowns from Clemson, um, and then see if if North Carolina can take advantage of some injuries and and some things going on in Clemson's defense. Um, so yeah, I like that over. Beauty. All right. Yeah, I mean, Clemson, they're just always. I don't know. Clemson's always kind of iffy with me, but uh, especially when when they give up that many points to Spencer Rattler, that's just kind of I don't know. But should be good. What is Clemson? Where are they? Are they seven? Ninth. Ninth. Okay, so yeah, they're they're just basically playing. They had a chance to make six. the playoff again. Still, they. I mean, they'd be in front of Bama right now, and possibly in front of Ohio State. Um, if they didn't lose last week. Oh, yeah, big so time. So they, they really blew their chance. So I'm hoping that that leads to their defense being down for this game and North Carolina getting some points. But, I I mean, a high school team could probably score in North Carolina's defense. <laughs> so. All right, cool. Okay, uh, SEC championship game. This is my last pick. It's LSU 9-3 against number one overall Georgia at 12-0. and uh, Saturday, four o'clock. Now this is at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, so this is basically a home game for Georgia. Um, with this, I mean the total right now. Well, the total I saw was fifty and a half. I'm taking the over in this one. Uh, Georgia, I mean they're they're just they're complete. They're dominant. Uh, LSU. Could make this a game early, but Georgia's going to pull it out in the end. They're going to stay undefeated. They're going to keep that number one rank. Um, their offense is strong. Uh, 
Stetson Bennett, 488 yards per game offensive. Uh, or he's leading the offense who's averaging 488 per game. So he has 285 passing yards. They're rushing at 203 yards on average. Um, the LSU defense kind of wearing thin. They were gashed for 274 last week on 50 carries by Texas A&M. Uh, I think Georgia's, you know, the Bulldogs are just going to absolutely have their way with them. LSU's offense, though, they have improved. They're up to 433 yards per game. That's 240 through the air, about 190 uh, on the ground. They've had three tough games, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Auburn, but uh, Jaden Daniels, he's the quarterback, the dual threat. He's taking care of the ball. Uh, he's had five turnovers, but this is going to be his toughest test. Like I said, you could have you know Georgia jumping out in ahead early. Uh, maybe LSU, the adrenaline keeps them in the game throughout the half, give, give you a high-scoring first half, but I think Georgia's just going to take it to them. Also, uh, Last week, Jaden Daniels did hurt his ankle against Texas A&M. Um, so check his practice. But I think Brian Kelly is still going to be able to get LSU at least to get them into the 20s. I think Georgia easily puts up 35. But I think at somehow Brian Kelly gets them into the 20s. Uh, the total has gone over in five of LSU's last six games. So that's a big plus. Of course, we know Georgia's undefeated on the year. Um, they're good against the spread, but this is this is just all about Georgia basically coming out and flexing their muscles before before the playoffs starts, saying, "Hey, you know, Ohio State, you guys, you know, now you're on the outside looking in. Here's what you have to look forward to because yeah. Ohio State's going to be at home. That I, you know, they're going to come out. They're going to throw all over them, uh, but." Brian Kelly, I don't see Brian Kelly being held under 21 points in this game. So I think the over is pretty easy in here, uh, 50 and a half. So that's my final pick. All right. You got anything else? Oh, uh, yeah. My last pick. Um, we're going to look at the Mountain West Championship game. Um, we're going to go with Fresno State plus three. I'm a Jake Hayner believer. Um, they haven't lost a game. I mean, he got hurt against USC early, earlier this year. Um, came back after that once once he got hurt or once he returned from injury they have not lost a game since uh, seven and one in the conference meanwhile Boise State's eight and zero um, Fresno State I mean season long hasn't done too well um, and that ha- I mean this also reflects from their lack of offense production and how quickly they were to give the ball over when Hayner was hurt um, but they are able to uh, relatively they're they're pretty easy to stop in the run uh recently they haven't let anybody like put up major points on them um or made major figures on them they held uh wyoming last week they beat them 30 nothing and that's like a pretty dominant rushing team um boise state last week i don't know i mean if if you're hip to the gambling world you'll see that they probably had one of the they were probably on the right side of one of the worst bad beats ever um, and like college football, did you catch that at all? No. Utah, they were 17 point favorites over Utah State. Um, Utah State uh, driving down 23 to 28. The driving down to score the game winning touchdown. Um, have a turnover with 90 seconds left. Boise State ends up uh, running like a 90 yard touchdown and then gives the ball back to Utah State. Utah State comes out, throws a pick six. 
Oh, no, I did see So, that. yeah, so, um, I mean, Boise State's numbers are pretty fraudulent <laughs> when you even look at the game they were playing last week, um, and that was on the blue turf. I am not really a fan of this Boise State team. They've struggled a lot. They they struggled earlier in the year and then fired their offense coordinator. They've been up and down. Um, their offense is pretty good, or their defense is pretty good uh, statistically, but they've also been playing a Mountain West um, schedule that was just full of weak offenses all year. Um, nothing special about any offense within the Mountain West. Um, Boise State beat Fresno State earlier in the year, 40-20. to 20. Um, That was without Jay Kaner again. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think that this team is like night and day with him. I, I would love if – I think he could go – in, if not first, second round, maybe. I mean, I think he's going to be one of the biggest surprises at the NFL draft. Um, so, you know, even though this game's on the blue turf, I, I just really like um, having the three here. So g- give me Fresno State plus three. Beauty. All right. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah, you want to just run through these real quick, see if we got a, a lean. Okay, so I got – Conference USA Championship. North Texas against UTSA Friday night. Uh, UTSA minus eight. At UTSA, yes. Oddly in UTSA. So you got UTSA minus eight. Uh, totals at 69. You're going to lean UTSA in that one. Uh, I'm flashing through here. We did the Pac-12. Big 12. Kansas State <sighs> against TCU. Uh, noon at Jerry's World. So for this, we got TCU minus two and a half, and the total is 62. Every time I bet against TCU, I've lost this year. Um, every time I faded them, but if I had to take this, um, I would probably fade TCU again and mm-hmm. go with go with Kansas State plus the points. One, that's what the playoff committee wants. Um, two, I. I I just I do think Kansas State's the best team. I mean, T- TCU played a bunch of backup quarterbacks this year and got lucky in a lot of games. I mean, they found ways to win. Respect them for that. And if they win this game, they should undoubtedly be in the playoff. Um, but I I think Deuce Deuce Vaughn finds a way here, and I think there's a lot of mismatches between uh, Kansas State's strengths and uh, TCU's weaknesses. So I would um, if I had to lean. I mean, I'm not going to give it as a lock, but because I've lost so many times betting against TCU this year. But um, I'm definitely looking at um, Kansas State. So let me preface this by saying, you know, TCU, if they lose, they're out. Ohio State's in. I do not think Ohio State should be in. And I'm not, you know, I, I don't really have a hope for them to be in. That being said, I always do well when I bet Kansas State when they're Oh, yeah, you line. do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm – I'm with you, but I'm taking Kansas State to win this game outright. Okay. Not because I want them, because I want Ohio State in, but because Kansas State is always one of my my uh, lucky teams, I should say. All right. MAC Championship, Toledo, Ohio. Toledo 7 and 5, Ohio's 9 and 3. Uh, Ford Field in Michigan. This is noon on Saturday. You have. Um, I actually have a Toledo um, plus 360 to win the MAC that I bet in August. So um, I'll be cheering for Toledo, but I do think Ohio would probably win this game. Okay. But it's just not enough. It's not worth it to hedge. So what I'll be, was the odd? Did, um, why can't I find this anywhere? I have, I'm looking at right now on my personal site. Three and a half for Toledo. 
Um, I actually have minus two for Toledo right now. Okay. So it's been bet steamed down. Ohio's been steamed. Um, yeah. So I, you think Ohio? I'm I would lean Ohio, but with with my future ticket on Toledo, I'd I'd like to cash. Well, that. let's roll with Toledo then. Yeah. All right. Good. Good vibes with that. Uh, the AAC American Athletic Championship. UCF nine and three. Tulane ten and two. Uh, in New Orleans, December third, Saturday at four. Uh, we have UCF and Tulane. Let me pull up what I have here. It's always so tough to find these. Everywhere. Final score was thirty-eight to thirty-one. Um, so landed on sixty-nine. To um, I think four points is too much for Tulane, but I do think they'll win the game. But I still don't want to take UCF there. I would lean over here. I mean, they landed on the game landed on sixty-nine. Uh, earlier this year, and it's uh, total it? sitting at 57 right now. Oh, yeah. So I would. Yeah, let's take the over in that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, am I missing any? I think that's it. Mountain West, you hit. Big Ten, you hit. Yep. ACC, we, we you hit. Good. And then uh, the last thing I see here on this sheet is the Army-Navy game, which is a week from Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, I see the total is 34 right now. Navy's three and six, Army's two and six. It's going to be tough to watch. It's always a good Jersey game. It's a principal under. Principal under. So we're going to take the under in that because we will not record an entire episode for that. All right. So let's uh, just real quick. I'll run through mine and then you'll run through yours. We'll get out of here. Uh, USC Utah over sixty-seven and a half. LSU Georgia over fifty and a half, and then Troy minus eight and a half, and then. Uh, Kansas State money line against TCU. That's unofficial, by the way. I have Michigan minus 17, Troy minus 8.5, Clemson, North Carolina over 63.5, and, and Fresno State plus 3. There we go. All right, conference All championship right. week. Would be nice to have a nice little 4 0 conference championship week before going into bowl season. Yeah, fly high into the bowl season. Uh, when we do that, I think we are probably going to do three episodes. Probably, yeah. We'll see how the how the how everything falls. This we'll break weekend. down all the bowl games. Yeah. We're not going to give you official picks, but we're going to at least give you a lean on. We'll give, yeah, just like we did today. Yep. Towards the and end. then, uh, yeah. So it's winding down, but let's finish strong, man. I mean, we're above fifty six percent. You're flirting with sixty percent right now. Uh, you know, let's end this strong. Let's see if we can get the pot up to sixty percent. We're going to have to kick some ass to do so, though. All right, uh, hit them with the socials real quick. All right, find me at uh, Fuji Bets. Find Dan at dposk 13 both on Twitter. Most of all, follow the pod at um, CFP underscore pod. Make sure to give us a follow there. Uh, tweet at us. Give us your locks for the championship weekend. Um, and then also, uh, let's uh, let's cash some tickets. Make sure you share with your friends, and let's, let's have a good championship week and on the bowl season. Absolutely. All right, that's all I got, man. We're, we're running pretty long here but that's all i got you good yeah all right cool that's fuji i'm dan see you in bowl season